Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Parenting Daily, Episode 175, Teaching Our Children to Be Self-Reliant Learners, by Christina Eden of corelivingessentials.com. Hello, everybody. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino, here to ring in another parenting episode with you. I'll be sharing a post from Christina Eden, who we usually hear from about matters concerning romantic relationships over on Optimal Relationships Daily, but she's got a post for the parents today, a post about how we can set the example for our children to be self-reliant learners. So, let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. Teaching Our Children to Be Self-Reliant Learners by Christina Eden of CoreLivingEssentials.com One of the greatest principles the church teaches us is to be more self-reliant, which includes increasing our education in all areas of life. Once we learn for ourselves, however, we are also responsible for teaching our children. We must give our children a strong foundation for life. What children learn early in life really directs how they deal with the obstacles later on, and we are a great force in helping our children choose strong principles. Here are three basic principles we can use to help our children to love, learn, and progress in their path toward self-reliance, when it's easy, and especially in hard times. Set the example. This principle is one we often hear over and over again. Being an example is repeated in our learning because every action and word we use either influences our children for good or bad. If we want our children to learn to be self-reliant learners, we need to give them an example of what self-reliant learning looks like. Do your children know that you are studying the scriptures on your own? Do you ask questions and seek answers? Part of helping your children become self-reliant learners is to teach them these four questions and principles to consider before making decisions. Number one, how am I feeling? Have them ask themselves this question before reacting to a situation. Number two, why am I feeling that way? Teach them that they don't have to share why, but it is good for them to recognize what is causing their feelings. Number three, know that others see us differently. When confronted with a situation or question, it is good for children to know that they can learn by trying to see their actions from another's point of view. And number four, know that God knows more about ourselves than anyone. This means they can ask Him for help with anything they are struggling with. Listen. The greatest way to teach children is to listen to them. It helps you learn about what they are worried about, things they are struggling with, and how you can help them become more self-reliant. Use these reminders when communicating with anyone, especially your children. Number one, do not prepare a counter-argument or advice while others are sharing. Number two, do not interrogate or cause them to be defensive. Number three, do not order or demand. Number four, Do not attack or criticize. Number five, do not sidestep a question. That may sound like a long list of don't do's, yet that's because we're more effective using positive reinforcement, especially in teaching and setting the example. Our children are more willing to listen to us if we use positive tactics, 
If a child comes to you with a problem or a concern, here are some things to keep in mind. Number one, when children come to you visibly upset, state what you see. I see you are upset. Number two, ask them to share with you why they are upset. This is where you just listen, even if you don't like what you hear. Number three, repeat in your own words to them what you understand they're saying or feeling. Number four, use empathy phrases such as, I am sorry all of this has happened. Number five, ask them what you can do to help. Don't take it over and fix it for them. This is a good time for them to learn to problem solve. If necessary, ask them if they need a few ideas on how to overcome this. It's important to let them ask you for help and tell you exactly what you can do. If they ask you to do it for them, say, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Is there something else I can do to help? Children need to be self-reliant too. This is how they learn to problem solve. Number six, after they share what they want help with, you may ask to share your ideas or feelings. If they feel understood, they're more willing to be taught. Again, do this kindly and with none of the previous don'ts. This process can be difficult at first, and we as parents aren't perfect. Yet with continual practice of these tactics, you can build a strong connection with your children that will allow them to feel safe coming to you with questions or problems as they continue to learn and grow. Provide opportunities for independence. The following are a few helpful techniques in teaching self-reliant skills to your children, skills they can apply to both gospel learning and life. Number one, do the principle or action you want to teach them for them while they are watching. For example, show them how to find an answer to their questions using the scriptures. Number two, do the action with them, both hands-on. Number three, observe while they are doing it. Number four, let them do it on their own. And number five, have them teach someone else what they just learned. You just listened to the post titled, Teaching Our Children to be Self-Reliant Learners, by Christina Eden of corelivingessentials.com. And thanks so much to Christina for sharing this one. A lot of wonderful lessons in here, whether or not you consider yourself a religious person or choose to integrate religion into your parenting. If any of her teaching feels challenging to you, and like something that you might have a hard time doing or making sense of, I might recommend asking yourself when you would have liked someone else to give you the same space, whether during childhood or adulthood. This practice that she's discussed today is really about giving others a chance to be heard, even if we initially don't understand them or disagree with them. Think about how many times you might have had something troublesome on your mind but was unable to express it because others saw it as threatening or foolish or somewhere in between. There are always intricacies that make our struggles feel true, even if others don't see them as legitimate. We've all been there. So choose to be the person or parent on the other side of that and give the gift of patience and understanding. And with that, we're going to wrap this one up, everyone. I appreciate you stopping in today and listening. I appreciate you doing that every day, as well as sharing the show with others who you think might enjoy it. It really means a lot when you all do that. Enjoy the rest of your night, though. Consider how this post could help you or someone else. And do be sure to come on back tomorrow for another episode where your optimal life awaits.